I'm Trent Norris, fund manager at Sterling Capital. And this is Michelle Nipko. I'm the podcast host, and welcome to the One Trade Podcast. Hey, everybody. We'd like to start the podcast today by honoring Martin Luther King Jr. with a quote from him. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. The true neighbor neighbor will risk his position, his prestige, and even his life for the welfare of others. Wow, it's so powerful. If we could just all live up to that, the world would be such a better place. Anyway, on to the podcast. All right, Trent, happy Monday. Uh, happy, happy Monday. Monday, all the listeners out there. Happy Monday, Michelle. Yeah, I'm so excited. So we know the markets are closed today. It's a holiday. And I don't know about you, but I, I love trading. So I'm bummed the markets are closed today. And I know a lot of you listeners are like that too. Like totally. That too That's how every trader is. <laughs> we're bored on these types of days. I know. But we're going to be having this podcast every Monday morning. Uh, we're going to release it two hours before market for you listeners. Trent, you want to talk a little bit about uh, what we're going to be presenting every week? Sure. So we'll be presenting one trade and invest. It's basically an investment idea that I've specifically been looking at for each given week. And most of these trades will be buy and hold trades. So feel free to catch up on any weeks you may have missed in the future. And, and these Michelle, are asymmetric. Right? Is what we're looking for? These are as- they're asymmetric trades. So I look at hundreds of trades, just like a lot of people every single week, and I'm trying to bring uh, the listeners the best trade for that week. Nice. Okay. And it's hopefully asymmetric. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, exactly. It's, it's, it's yep. right. In, in, in my opinion, it's, it's an asymmetric setup, and it's going to be mostly buy and hold type plays. And so, um, and Michelle will be in charge of placing the trades for the one trade portfolio as a way to track our progress. So if you want to talk about that a little bit, Michelle. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. And like we talked about, Trent, I'm not going to put it on right when we talk about it. We're going to wait, just like with any trade, for the right opportunity if it hits the price that we like that week, right? Exactly. And once we put it on, we're going to keep track and we're going to keep y'all apprised of how our portfolio is doing. So we're going to keep ourselves honest. I like that. And so, right. And so, and we're going to focus on names and segments of the market that currently present the most value. And as you know, the markets are like an ocean. It's they're ever changing and there's always something to talk about. And so Mm -hmm. we also each week talk a little bit about macro themes because everything starts with getting the big picture, right? So you have to get the macro, right? And you know, I came up with this uh, one, this idea that one trade, because I'm an avid podcast listener, and nothing like this exists to my knowledge. Um, and what's so exciting is the the barriers of, of entry for investing have never been easier for individuals. And and some mm-hmm. of you smart ones, when I give you this one trade, I know what you're going to do. You're going to go right to the company's website and start looking at this company, and then the real smart ones out there are going to start doing their own due diligence and try to poke holes in my thesis before looking at investing. And that's exactly what we want you to do. And all this info sure. nowadays is free. So investors yeah. can take advantage of it and it just takes time. And so, yeah, I just want to encourage people listening. If you want to get ahead, finding great potential investments um, just takes a little bit of money and most important, 
time and learning. So yeah, your opportunity is today. I'm excited to learn so much, Trent, and uh, for those of you that are interested in hearing this every week, don't forget to subscribe and to follow us. Um, oh, yes. You will not want to miss a show. No, for sure. And I really think these trades are accessible to the to just about anybody out there. I mean, not to um, put a spoiler out there, but this first trade is you can buy it right now for like less than $2, right? Right. Right. And, yeah. and by the way, some of these uh, names that I do give in these following weeks are going to be uh, smaller companies. So they're not all going to be traded on the New York Stock Exchange. Some of them are going to mm, be traded on point. OTC market. So if you don't have like an E-Trade account or something that allows for that, that might be something to look into um, for you. Yep. That's a great point. So you ready to get to the one trade? I am very ready. All, all right. right. Okay. So. It. All right, so the trade for this week that I'm looking at is NG Energy. The ticker symbol is in the US is GASXF, and on Canada, it's GASX.V, so NG Energy. And full disclosure, I first bought shares late this last summer, and I've been uh, consistently adding to my share account on pullbacks, and I'll continue to do so. And currently, I'm more bullish than ever on NG Energy, especially at this current share price. Um, so nice. just kind of a, yeah, just kind of talk about the company. It's a Colombian natural gas soon to be producer. So why I like this company, it's a top management team, uh, insiders, and they say close associates own 55% of the company. Oh, wow. Right. And so that's exactly what we want to see as investors, because it means sure. that the management is aligned with us. Mm -hmm. And um, Serafina, who is the CEO of this company, continues to buy shares in the open market. Uh, his last purchase was actually a little bit higher than Friday's closing price. And so that gets me right excited to be placing my uh, next, you know, or buying my uh, next shares in the company. And, um, you know, management has done it before with Pacific Rubialis. Uh, which was an oil and gas company. And Serafina took that company from a share price of 50 cents to $30 in four years. Ooh, that yeah, is some my, nice returns. Right. And my buddy told me that. actually in two years, he took it from $2 to $30. So just wow. incredible returns. Um, yeah, that's a 60x return in four years. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, I had an hour and a half conversation with a gentleman named George um, in investor relations, and that went really well. He was extremely professional and helpful. I, I basically wanted to do some more research on the company for this podcast, and George got back to me probably within minutes, and we had a Zoom conference within a few hours. Trent, you talked to the, the people in the company? Yeah. So, so George is an investor relations that they, that they, wow. that Energy has hired to basically talk to investors. And that's, what's so great about these little companies is it's very easy to get in contact with them and then ask them, you know, your questions and do your due diligence. Trent, I have to say that's impressive. I have never, I don't know about y'all out there, but when I buy a stock, I've never talked to anybody in the company. <laughs> so I, I kind of love that, that you reach out to them. You spoke to them. Well, and that, that he got back to you so quickly, right? He got back to me and, and he spent an hour and a half with me. It's great. Yeah. That so, just shows it's very professionally run. Yeah. And you know, after speaking with him, I just got more bullish on the company. So right now, what what's going on with NG Energy is there's constant news flow in Q1. So, and it's 
the story's picking up like now. So the first, their first natural gas well uh, will start to cash flow in the next few weeks. And um, that's approximately 15 million cubic feet of gas per day. So what that means is annually, uh, their cash flow from just this one well is going to be $30 million. So to kind of put it into perspective, the market cap of NG Energy is 170 million. And um, so, and then also a smaller second well is coming into production shortly, followed by uh, a third well, potentially in the first half of the year. So Michelle, these three wells will be earning close to 50 million a year, approximately, uh, at current natural gas prices in Colombia. And the Maria Conchita field by itself is trading at three times EBITDA or earnings for the year 2022. By itself? Yes. Yeah, so the, the, the smaller um, asset, so the smaller oil field that they own that they're mm-hmm. going to get up and running in just a few weeks is trading, will be, once they get these three wells going, we'll, we'll trade at three times uh, EBITDA for 2022. Wow. On, so on an annualized basis. That feels like such a no-brainer. Well, it, it's it is it, what it does is it it kind of shows you your downside risk, right? So right. you know you have a cash flowing um, producer at your hands, and then we'll talk about why I'm really in this company, and that's for the upside, yeah, um, of that. their larger field. So yeah, so one can make the argument that it's trading fair value, and 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 once they get these three wells on all that upside is going to be for free. And so maybe before we get there, let's just talk a little bit about Columbia. Cause I'm sure some people might have some questions. I would um, love to hear about that. Yeah. You know, well, I, I've actually been to Cartagena. I have to say, and it was beautiful. So it's, it is a, a beautiful country. Yes. So it, please. I've heard, I have not been there. I would like to, they're actually going to have a, a, they're supposed to have a, I was talking to George. They're supposed to have a site tour in March which Ooh. sounds real. I know. All right. I'm like, Oh, I wish I could go. Let's I don't go do that. I, yeah. I don't know if I can make that happen, but site <laughs> tour potentially uh, in March. So, nice. so yeah. So natural gas in Colombia is net short in supply. So they're net short for natural gas in Colombia, meaning um, they are importing costly LNG. So liquefied natural gas, it's very expensive. Okay. okay. And, there is an increase in demand for natural gas in Colombia as they move away from coal, right? Because they're like many countries, uh, the natural gas emits 50% less CO2 than coal. And it's often referred mm-hmm. to as like a transitional energy. Nice. You know, as we go to like a greener planet, right? Mm-hmm. Cleaner air. And um, so in uh, Colombia, natural gas receives a premium right now of seven to seven dollars and fifty cents per million BTUs versus four dollars in the United States. And so that's one of the reasons people might be asking, well, Trey, why don't you just look at an oil and gas company in the US? Right. Well, it's because of that that it trades at a premium compared to NYMEX in the US. So interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm comfortable in Colombia, uh, especially you know, in a dedicated natural gas field where the population, you know, needs to heat their homes and to cook and we're not chopping down the Amazon rainforest. Um, these are dedicated natural gas fields. Sure. And the what, C- is, what is the yeah. population of Colombia? Do you know that? Trent? I don't know. I wish I did. Yep. Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. That's a good question. 
Um, so the CEO of Serafino, the CEO Serafino, he's been uh, doing business in Colombia for 30 years. Uh, he has a good grasp on, on political landscape. Uh, he sure. understands how to work with the government agencies and kind of how to advance companies in the country. So, and like I said, he's done this before. So, right. That yeah, speaks and that's a lot. Of, right. right. So when, when you're, when you're buying a smaller company like that, it's, 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 it's imperative to, to buy a company with a management team that has a proven track record. Oh, for sure. Especially in those, those uh, countries, for sure. I would think right. there's, I mean, who the heck knows, but I think in any country, there's a lot of, especially in energy, there's a lot of political things to know about. And so the Absolutely. fact that they've, they've proven that they know how to navigate that is, right. is uh, to me a real sales point. Exactly. So the upside in this uh, company is their project called Sino9. And Sino9, that's the big upside. Um, and I'll continue to buy shares because of it. So one, one could argue that this upside is essentially free. And so when Serafina was at Pacific Rubialis, he offered, get this, 150 millions for, for Sino9. And he considered it a steal in the previous energy bull market. Five years later, uh, or excuse me, five years ago, um, in the bear market, he paid seven million for it. Oh wow! So right, so these are the types of opportunities that can be had in a natural resource bear market. Um, smart. smart, right, smart. right. So like you buy in the bust and you sell in the boom, and uh, that's what he's really good at. So and this is why I love just uh, the natural resource sector in general to invest in. Um, it's quite often a when, not an if question. It's a really good point. Like we saw in uh, oil in the U.S. last year, right? Right. Yep. Exactly. When it went negative, it's like uh, you might want to get a piece of this. <laughs> it's a good time to buy. It's negative. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's a good yeah. time when there's blood in the streets. Yeah. So, yeah. So a little bit more about this property. It's a massive uh, 311,000 acre property and it's a development asset. And that's a key, right? It, it was previously uh, drilled a few decades ago. And it's directly in the middle of a natural gas. We call it elephant country, not literal elephants, but it's just big gas fields. Mm. And um, so they will be drilling their first well at Sino 9 within the next month. And a little bit about this well is the expectations are generate 40 mil million plus cubic feet of gas per day. I heard Serafino in a... Um, in a podcast a couple months ago, maybe he said it's possibly 40 to 70 million cubic feet of gas per day. So just to put that in context, that's basically at least three times the amount of the Maria Conchita, that first well I told you about that has that, um, that generates that profit of or the earnings, excuse me, of, of 30 million. So it kind of shows you the size right away, how fast they're moving. Wow. So there's huge potential for growth here. Yes, exactly. This is yeah. right. And I think you could, you could argue that this part of, of NG energy is, is the free upside. At least right. that's how I look at it. Mm -hmm. um, so also they've identified four near term drilling locations and a hundred percent, this is a hundred percent funded for these first four wells at C09. Nice. That's fantastic. Is it, there any, is there any, downside they see here? I mean, I don't know a lot about drilling, but is there a potential that they wouldn't hit gas when they drill? Well, so sometimes there can be delays and there can be issues at the wells. Um, and so that's sometimes they have to work out certain things. I'm, I'm 
to be the full disclosure, I'm not an expert on um, natural gas uh, fields particularly. Um, and I know that sometimes water can seep in and things like that. But in general, um, once they kind of, they know gas is there and they drill in there and they start getting out, they kind of have an idea of how much they're going to produce. Sure. That makes sense. Okay. So also in conclusion, um, so there's going to be first cash flow in the next few weeks. So around 30 million annually on just that one well. And then we're going to be scaling that, you know, hopefully potentially 10 X in the next couple years. Ooh. So I like that number. Right. So once again, as a reminder, you know, Serafina took that his last oil and gas company from 50 cents to $30 share price in four years. And he this guy's just a company builder. Sure. So yeah, so that's that's a company. And I always tell people is don't take my word for it. Just if you're interested in this company, just go out and educate yourself. Uh, there's there's plenty of ways to do your own due diligence. Um, just to dig, you know, into the data for confirmation. And um, just a shout out to my friend, Doc Jones. Uh, he first brought me this company um, this past summer and uh, he continues to add shares. I continue to add shares. Um, and he's an excellent Twitter uh, follower, a uh, follow on Twitter. And his Twitter handle is at DR Jim Jones CEO. So once again, that's at DR Jim Jones CEO. So big shout out to him for bringing this to me. Thank you, Doc. Just hearing all those details, uh, you know, I'm very interested in this company. Just like we were talking about, has some really nice growth potential. Like we talked about, we're looking mm -hmm. for those asymmetric trades. Exactly. This feels like what they're like. It's it feels like it's not so. Nothing is guaranteed, of course, but it's not that risky of trade because they already have wells that are producing, and then mm -hmm. they're going to be drilling more wells that have some really potential upside. Plus, within the country, there's a shortage right now of energy. That's uh, the so key, right? Th that's the key. So, so mm -hmm. there's definitely demand, and it's priced at a premium. I mean, the, the only thing I would think about there from an economics perspective is if you have more supply, price might come down a little bit. Um, but it's priced at such a premium right now, I think that there's some room for, there, for that to happen and for them still mm -hmm. to be profitable. And LNG, um, currently, from what I've heard, uh, it costs about $12 versus you know, the $7, you know, that, that above that $5 level that they're currently at, you know, closer to seven, seven fifty. So that's what they're paying to import LNG. Wow. And so that kind of just shows you what kind of um, opportunity there is here. Huge opportunity, right? Right. right? It's it, no matter what, it's going to be less expensive than uh, importing. So it's, right. it's a nice deal. So well, that's why I made it the one trade this week. Oh, I'm liking this one trade for <laughs> our first week. Well, like I said, we're going to do some paper trading with it and uh, see how it does. And, and like we talked about um, in our first episode, um, these are long-term buys. So, you know, what I wouldn't do is go Tuesday, buy a bunch of this, and Wednesday go, oh, it didn't go up. <laughs> right? No. That's not the way to trade these trades. The Correct. right way to trade these trades is get in your portfolio and wait and watch and be patient, just like so many people did with uh, Tesla, I would argue, right? I mean, that when people first bought Tesla, it's not right. like it went up the next day. It went. It took it, these things take time. So just be yes. patient. I think I think it's tough in the markets to be patient, mm -hmm. uh, but I think the people that are patient are the the ones that actually end up doing okay in the market. What do you, What do you think, Trent? I agree. I, I think specifically for natural resources, how I like to buy is do a ton of research. 
you know, be comfortable with the company, the management team, you know, this, this making sure that it's really an asymmetric bet, at least in my opinion. And then when I do my initial buy, I'll do, you know, something smaller, right. And kind of get in and I'll buy, um, you know, I won't buy all up all at front. I won't buy up front everything I want. Right. So I'll buy it on the dips going forward. And as the story gets better, I'll just continue to add. And so that's exactly right. Smart. Um, it's, it's, yeah. it's, you have to kind of be, you have to be patient and have a longer term perspective and, and let the, the company build the value. Right. So smart. And like I said, I have not met anybody that contacted <laughs> the people that run the company to learn more about it. So kudos to you on that for trade one. So we all benefit from Trent's hard work. So thank you, Trent, and for sharing it with everybody. We all appreciate it. You're welcome, Michelle. Yeah. All right. Well, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, everybody. Yep. Um, Enjoy your your day off. And we're all looking forward to some uh, trading on Tuesday. Have a good one. All right. Thank you and stay free. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. And that's the podcast. If you like the podcast and would like to hear more each week, don't forget to subscribe. And of course, we'd always appreciate a review. If you'd like to contact us to learn more about Sterling Capital or just to say hi, you can email us at onetradepodcast at gmail.com. Let's have a great trading week, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. And now for the required risk disclosure. The material in this podcast is presented solely for informational purposes and is not to be construed as solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any securities or any related financial instruments, nor should any of its content be taken as investment advice. One Trade Podcast accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss or damage of any kind arising out of all or any part of this material. We recommend you consult with a licensed and qualified professional before making any investment decision.